the story of me. Take two. Three, two, here we go. Ready and action. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? What did it mean to be still? I wouldn't know I was ever still. That's him. That's our star. I want this job. I can do it. Whatever the exception is, I can fix it. I can be older. I can be taller. I can be anything. The popularity of Michael J. Fox is a phenomenon. Here is Michael J. Fox. What is the secret of your success? And the winner is Michael J. Fox. I don't believe this. This is great. I feel four feet tall. I get it. I was big. I was bigger than bubblegum. I woke up and I noticed my pinky. Auto-animated. Parkinson's disease. I told Tracy the news. In sickness and in health, I remember her whispering. No one outside of my family knew. There was only one reason I took these pills. To hide. But all those years of hiding was shaking me away. that part of me that wants to continue to go on and do things is, is to quit. I don't accept that! But this is who I am. I'm a tough uh, son of a bitch. Yeah, that is a snippet of still a Michael J. Fox movie that is now streaming on Apple TV+. I haven't seen this yet, but I am planning to watch it this evening. So many people have recommended it to me this week. They've said that it is inspiring and motivational and uplifting. Uh, And I just adore Michael J. Fox. Back to the Future remains one of my all-time greatest movies. Uh, So I am going to watch that this weekend. If you have any streaming recommendations for me, please do email techtalk at newstalk.com. Another thing I watched this week, actually, was it on Paramount or was it on Amazon? I think it was on Amazon. Uh, on Prime uh, was Air, that Ben Affleck movie that tells the story of the team who managed to sign Michael Jordan to Nike back in the day. And I, the soundtrack, firstly, is class. The story, I didn't know anything much about the story, to be completely honest with you. Um, and there's definitely a good narrative there, but a few things about it. Number one, it's weird that you don't see Michael Jordan himself at all, or an actor playing Michael Jordan in this. You see the back of the head of an actor playing Michael Jordan, but he doesn't really feature in it, which is a bit strange. And then after the movie, I said, oh, that was good. And the person I was watching it with went, was it? And I'm I'm kind of still torn. Uh, If you've seen it, let me know what you made of it. I suppose it's a celebration of a corporation doing a big deal that's gone on to make them a hell of a lot of money. So, you know, how epic can it be and how good can you feel for them uh, when you're watching it Uh, but I'd love to know what you think and indeed any of the recommendations uh, to save me going back for my annual Sopranos rewatch the email address again is techtalk at newstalk.com Now last week I went along to Spongebob the musical in the Borgosh Energy Theatre with my niece and nephew and it's great fun but before the show started a pirate came out on stage naturally enough and he told the kids that there was a chance of winning treasure 
And that treasure was a Nick watch. Now, I'd never heard of the Nick watch before, but thankfully, I managed to track down the team behind it. Uh, James Holmes is the CMO at Nick Watch and he joins me now. Uh, James, introduce us to the Nick Watch. What is it? What's the concept behind it? Yeah, sure, Jess. And thanks for thanks for inviting me on board. I'm, I'm really pleased that you went to the SpongeBob musical because we have struck up a partnership with SpongeBob musical because it felt like this product and the musical were ideal bedfellows. So um, why Nick Watch? How did it come about? Well, Paramount were very, very keen to understand how they could engage with their audiences, particularly a young audience, um, without just relying on linear television. I think, you know, you'll all be aware that we live in a multi-screen world, and that's exactly the case for kids as well as adults. And a lot of research was undertaken a couple of years ago um, with consumers across the globe to understand what would be the best area for Nickelodeon to venture into, and a smartwatch for kids was deemed to be the ideal area for them to investigate. And lots of product design, lots of research culminated in the launch of Nickwatch just a few weeks ago um, in the UK. And Nickwatch is designed to appeal for kids aged between the ages of five to 10. And it's about stimulating imaginative play. So it's not about sitting there having a screen on your wrist and playing Minecraft and having access to the World Wide Web. That is not what this is about. It's about stimulating imaginative play and at the same time giving reassurance and peace of mind to carers and parents because you can track the whereabouts of your kid and you can also have two-way communication with them as well. So on one hand, it's super fun. And on the other hand, it gives you that peace of mind and safety from a parental perspective. Yeah, and I imagine a fair few parents will be nodding along now thinking that is something that I could use or would benefit because I know that every week here on the Pat Kenny Show, we get texts in from people looking for a smartwatch or a tracker for their children. And I'm always a little bit reluctant to recommend one because I guess we don't want to place too much emphasis on movement and we don't want kids to becoming to become obsessed with you know uh, counting their steps or anything like that so so how do you strike that balance uh, yeah, absolutely and you know that was something that was really considered at length by the uh, paramount team um because you know this isn't a fitness tracker this isn't about saying you as a child have to achieve these thresholds in any given day Um, But what it does do is it is a pedometer and it gives you the opportunity to unlock things as well. So um, it's very important to give that balance between, um, you know, gamifying life and activity and movement and um, and rewarding the kids simply. Um, And, you know, the, the way that the watch works is all of the characters are kind of baked in, um, you know, all the way through. So, for example, there's a game called Patrick Says, which is a little bit like Simon Says. And Patrick will give a child instructions, three little tasks. Could be anything from clean your room or flap like a chicken or roll on the floor. Um, you know, really fun stuff that's designed to get them on their feet and moving around. Um, other things you can... Um, you can have a backing track where when you, uh, when you kind of gyrate your arm as if you're playing guitar, it, 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 you can hear the guitar playing over the, uh, over the backing track and a similar kind of approach for piano as well. When you, when you move your hands like a pianist, the piano notes sound. So 
it's it's very different in the way that um, you know we've applied the thinking to this tech. Yeah, and I guess that partnership with Paramount that you mentioned is good because it gives you guys, from a design point of view, access to a lot of their characters that makes the appeal, I suppose, a bit more enticing for that younger demographic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the the characters that are baked in, whether it's um, you know, the Loud House or Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or SpongeBob. I mean, they're some of the most beloved and iconic uh, animated characters around. So, yeah, there's a lot of love for it, and there's a lot of trust in the Nickelodeon brand as well, uh, mm. from a parental perspective. And um, I think if you if you look at this product alongside some of the other let's call it kids devices out there. This stands apart because it, 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 hasn't, it hasn't got the same kind of industrial design as some mm-hmm. of our competition. It's, it's been designed from the ground up to appeal for kids. Um, so, uh, and that's everything from you know, dust and water resistance all the way through to, uh, to the screen technology. You mentioned the word trust there. Uh, Nickelodeon is obviously a well-known brand. In terms of the tech infrastructure and the parent interaction with the technology, just talk me through a little bit about how they interact with this and the levels of security and protection that are in place from a privacy point of view. Sure. Well, so at its core, this device is, is, it operates in kind of what's called a walled garden. So you haven't got open access to the internet and you also haven't got open access into the back end of it. So uh, everything from the way that the charges have been developed, et cetera, it means that you can't, it can't be hacked. Um, it also in, inside has something called an IoT SIM. So it doesn't have a phone number, so to speak, but it is connected uh, globally um, so that you can make calls and you can, uh, you can send messages. But, and I think this is key, the parent or the carer has absolute control as to whom that child can interact with. Um, so if, for example, someone else in the same class has got a Nick watch, um, the, the two kids can kind of bump their watches together and they could um, have a request to connect, but the parent would decide whether they actually can connect with each other. The other thing to note is that any photos that are taken on the device because it has a front-facing camera, they can't be shared on the internet. They can only be shared within uh, the confines of the of the parent app. Um, the parent also has absolute control o- over how much time the child spends with the watch. So you can set quiet time, wind-down routines, or indeed bedtime, and you can restrict access to uh, the watch's functionality because uh, I don't know about you, but um, having had... Uh, small kids, you want to restrict the amount of screen time that they have. uh, So you can set that using the companion app. So the parent has absolute control as to what the child can or cannot do on the watch and when they do it as well and whom they interact with. Um, The the tracking capability is Mm. only visible by appointed carers. So no one else can hack into that because it's obviously a concern that uh, I'm sure any parent would share. Yeah, and how does that work from a practical point of view? So in the case of my niece and my nephew, for example, if their mum and dad have it on their phones, can they allocate me a trusted contact to have the app on my phone and then see the data? It can be. So the idea is you you create what's called like a family ring um, and you can invite, whether it's brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, but but it's you, the parent, the primary carer who would decide. Um, so what you wouldn't want is uh, someone going rogue and starting to invite the whole class or something like that. So there's no restriction on the number of people you can include in your, uh, you know, your kind of circle of trust. Um, but the idea is the parent will, will have the ultimate say as to who or can or cannot have access. 
And in terms of pricing, I know the watch itself is uh, very affordable in the UK. Is there an ongoing subscription needed or anything like that? So we are we're working with a bunch of um, distributors, and I've just come back from uh, Fair City of Dublin, and uh, my goodness, the reaction that we've had has been out of this world, really, really great. Um, but we're locking down prices with our distribution partners. But what I can tell you is there will be um, an upfront price for the hardware and then a range of subscription offers, which you can use to activate the watch's functionality and connectivity. Um, and we're looking at a pay-as-you-go option. We're looking at a one-year pay up front and a two-year option as well. Um, from the experience that we've had in the last few weeks from the launch in the UK, the most popular is, um, is the one-year option. And we're looking for that bundle price to come in at around, uh, well, under 200 euros. In terms of the development of something like this for children, we touched upon it a minute ago, but just talk me through some of the other considerations that you need to put into place because we've touched upon the design element and the privacy element, but the content on the watch, uh, what goes into that to ensure it's engaging? Because what would be interesting to a six-year-old wouldn't necessarily be interesting to an 11-year-old. So have you struck the balance or how have you struck the balance to ensure that the kids will want to stick with it as they grow up? Mm -hmm. So basically we've got a... uh two things. One is um, the more steps that you do, um, you will unlock new uh, design capabilities, new games, new functionality. Again, it's not about it's not about you know achieving fitness goals, but it's just about being active. So, for example, new watch faces—that's something that would happen. You know, as a matter of course, you might get two or three a month, depending on your level of activity. Um, but also the games themselves—you're looking to add new games all the time. We know that kids have short attention spans, um, and they need to be stimulated in kind of new ways. So, for example, um, you know, we're aware that. Uh, there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie happening uh, later this year. There will be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles content that would appeal to a slightly older demographic. Um, so all the time we're kind of listening to the market, listening to, the, to, to our customers and developing content. But that can just be pushed very, very easily uh, to the watch itself. You mentioned uh, that you launched in the UK a few weeks ago. You're obviously coming to the Irish market. Are you entering other markets with this product as well? Yeah, so we're taking a kind of progressive approach. Um, One of the things we're very keen to do is to kind of get the building blocks in place ahead of, um, you know, the peak selling season. Our our dream is that this is going to feature at the top of those, you know, uh, Christmas best buy lists. When uh, kids start assembling their their wish list for Christmas, um, we want Nick Watch to be right at the top. So um, working with our um, agency partners, et cetera, engaging with local media, um, influencers and experts as well to tell our story. Um, we have done some proprietary research in the UK, um, really to kind of bring to light parents' fears um, and indeed um, concerns about technology. Um, you know, when's the right age to introduce kids to technology? Um, in, uh, what are their views on tracking, for example? Really interesting headline we have in the UK is that um, parents of kids under the age of 10, they will have lost their child about five times. Um, that's pretty alarming. And, you know, we feel that Nickwatch can be um, an antidote to that and can certainly help. So lots of stuff planned. We're turning the volume up as we go uh, through the coming weeks. We're going to get some stonking reviews. Um, we've, we've had heads up where uh, certainly some, some leading journalists have had this product in their hand and they've been super impressed with it.
um, and not just the product, but also the service back end, service and support. So um, we really do, we're, we feel as though this product's going to kind of shift perceptions as to what a, a kid's smartwatch should be. Well, there's uh, two Nick watches sitting on my desk right now. I'm very excited to get my niece and nephew uh, to test them out as little guinea pigs. We will bring you that full review here on Newstalk in a few weeks' time. Uh, but for now, James Holmes of Nick Watch, thanks so much for joining us here on Newstalk. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Look after yourself. And that's it from me this week. If you missed any of the show, you can listen back in full on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. I'll be back with Shane and Kira on Monday's News Talk Breakfast. But in the meantime, have a great weekend.